Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Mindshare Radio Podcast. My name is Kevin Whelan, and as always, it is so good to have you with me. Today, I want to talk a little bit about the importance of goals and outcomes with your clients, and in particular, capturing those goals from the beginning, capturing those those desired outcomes, those home run visions, the business outcomes in particular, from your clients upfront and early. And today I released just a little update to the Mindshare Pro group and basically kind of shared a section of my proposal template that really covers this initial goal setting and this goal planning phase. And I really reinforce that this there's a section in there called challenges and and, um, and uh, ideal outcomes. And really what that is, is it's a place to describe what, what are they trying to accomplish, your clients, and you do this in your sales conversation. So what is... You start by saying, well, what does a home run look like? Or what would it, what would success look like for you at the end of six, 12 or 18 months? What are we trying to get to? And what we do then is work backwards from that. But we also describe the context and the situation. So it might look something like this. It might be like, we would like to start generating five to 10 leads per week. And by the end of six months, and we know that we need to redesign our website. And uh, we also need to devise a marketing plan and a budget that works for us. And the current situation is that we've just lost our marketing manager. We don't have any of these things. So we need to get access to all these different, different tools and different softwares and, you know, whatever the things are, right? So they usually, it's usually a combination of a tactical wish list, which is, which is fine. You can still kind of gather some of those, um, in there. And if you want, if they're, if there's something you can help with, but really it's about concentrating on what will the end result be. So the end result will be, we'll be organized. We'll have all of our credentials. We'll have a new website. We'll start generating leads at a five to 10 per week ratio. Currently we're at one to two, whatever those numbers are. And then ideally there's, you're focusing on the business outcome. Now the business outcome isn't just that, you know, we've accomplished X number of tactics. The business outcome would be things like we have a new marketing manager and we are we are, we have a fully systemized marketing program. We have marketed our X line of products and services, or we have a, you know, uh, a blog content strategy that, that gets more traction or something like that. Uh, that last one might not be super great, but really it's about what are we trying to accomplish, whether it's profitability, increased revenue leads, basically something measurable, tangible, um, as an outcome, not so much. We accomplished all these little tactics, although that can that's fine to include in there, but really it's about what is the business outcome. And you do this for a few reasons. Number one is that it allows you to anchor the price of your services against the value of the outcomes that you're creating. So if someone wants to say, we want to better be able to track our analytics so we can make good decisions, that's a, that there's a lot of value in that, that you can, um, that you can speak to when you're making your proposal. If they say something like, um, we want to, you know, uh, hire a new marketing manager because last time we hired someone, we had to fire them and that's really messy and not fun. Well, there's a lot of value and lost time associated with that. And as you go through these outcomes, you're able to kind of associate a value for it roughly. So that it becomes kind of a no brainer. So that for, with, with you working for X thousand dollars a month, you're able to help them get here. And if we accomplish that, or even, even if we get anywhere close to it, the value is just, is just above and beyond by a significant margin. So it allows you to justify the, the the price of your proposal against the value of achieving those outcomes. It also makes your proposals feel more personalized. So you know what much of what I do is I do productized consulting, meaning the scope is pretty fixed, the the outcomes, the the the, the challenges are pretty fixed. However, um, the the client doesn't always 
see themselves perfectly within the confines of your of your productized service. So what you want to be doing is asking them, well, here, you know, is, is writing at the very top of your proposal. What are you what are your goals? What are your challenges? What's your current situation? And that way it's always there and always steady. And they can see themselves really clearly in it. So they know that you know the problems and the outcomes that they're trying to accomplish because it's written there in black and white and they're agreeing to you working on achieving those outcomes. And that's kind of what, so it, basically they look at that and then they're like, yeah, that's exactly my situation. Those are exactly my challenges and those are exactly the outcomes that I want. Nothing major is missing. Great. That's what it's really there for so that it feels highly custom for them. Um, what else? So it lets you keep your clients focused throughout your engagement on those goals that they started in the beginning. So if they, or that they stated in the beginning. So if they start kind of saying, well, let's start doing this other thing, you could go back to those initial goals and say, here's, here's what we set out to accomplish and here's what we're working on. Are these still your goals? And if, if not, do we need to try to include more into those goals, which could impact some timelines or some scope or some resources, but let's just get clear on what your actual goals are. Let's include that in the list. Let's throw that into your Trello board or what have you to a place where you're tracking these goals. And that way, at least you can keep people on track. So as you know, shiny objects come around, uh, you can kind of go back to these goals and uh, either keep keep people keep everyone focused on it, or um, direct people, uh, you know, or kind of direct people on how you're going to incorporate these additional scopes in, into your into your program. Uh, well, so if you know the other thing, and this is probably one of the biggest things, is that if the client kind of comes to you two or three months in and says, Hey, you know, we're like, we're not doing all these tactical things, or I want to do all these, these weird tactical things, publish on LinkedIn five days a week, whatever you can kind of say, well, which goal does this align to, or how does this map to the goals that we've defined and, and created in the outcomes? Because in order to achieve those, uh, I, I, this is the typical way that I want to achieve them. The tactic is that, that you want to do, or maybe even the things you think we should be doing don't always necessarily align with those, especially because oftentimes your client will want to jump to tactics, but really they should be focusing on how do we, how do we get to know who our best client is? How do we set goals around achieving or reaching those best clients? And then how do we kind of build the business around, around that? And that's kind of where you want to say, um, you know, these are the goals that we'd set into play. Here's what we're working on now. So if you're misaligned or dissatisfied, we need to go back and figure out, are these still your goals? Otherwise I can only help you accomplish those goals the way that I know how. And a lot of that is just being a, con a consultant as opposed to an order taker. But occasionally you'll have a client that's you know, all over the place and trying to lead the engagement when really that you should be the one leading the engagement because they're hiring you to get a business outcome, uh, not to just take, take requests and to implement whatever they come up with. Otherwise you're not a consultant, you are a agency or something freelancer, uh, doing execution work. So, you know, that's kind of the main difference here. So you really want to kind of have these goals really clearly defined as the North star. And then if you ever veer off them, you can say, how does this impact this goal? And if we need to change them, then that may change our plans a little bit and our expectations. And then at the end of the engagement or even throughout the engagement, you can look at those goals and say, are we still on track or have we met those goals? And once you've met those goals or accomplished those outcomes that you're trying to do, that's great. Now you can mark those as wins. You can reinforce to the client the value that you've helped them create and you can call wins a win or you can say, well, we're still short on this goal. So this is where we need to focus on unless you want to expand the number of goals that you have. So it's a nice way to kind of refer back to the list and ensure that you're getting the things done that you promised and, and uh, the client knows that as well. So those are some of the big reasons I share this stuff in Mindshare Pro in a training section within um, the, like within our, within the met with methodology training. And just to let you know, 
if you're not a Mindshare Pro member, I'm going to be doing more training on the five kind of pillars of the Mindshare kind of framework, which is positioning, credibility, methodology, business model, and marketing. So this would be an example of a training that I do, uh, although there's a video and it explains how it works within the, the, the construct of the template I give you in the, in, uh, as part of a Mindshare Pro member, you get those templates. So that kind of shows exactly what's going on in a video. Uh, but you get all kinds of training on this, and that's what I'll be working on more often. I'll also be setting up a separate Mindshare uh, monthly Q&A call and uh, so you can for Mindshare Pro members. So uh, if you want to get into that, you can. And uh, there's a few other bits and pieces that are that are coming down the pikes, but I uh, just wanted to kind of share this update with you, mostly because it's really important to you regardless of whether you're using my processes or templates. At the end of the day, the, establishing what those goals and outcomes, the business outcomes and the value of those outcomes early in your sales conversation and then reinforcing them and keeping them documented, putting them in your proposal, adding them to your Trello board, which again, if you're a manager pro member, you'll see in my methodology template in the Trello, you'll see that there's a list of key outcomes and making sure that it's really clear then that you're always referencing that throughout the conversations you have with your client and uh, all the other good stuff so that it keeps you on track. It allows you to, to, to reach and actually achieve and be successful at something. Because if you don't have a target, you can't succeed. And it really helps along the way, especially if things start to get a little shaky with your clients. You can say, well, are we not still working towards this goal? Because if so, that's exactly what the current work that we're doing is going to accomplish. But if we need to adjust that, uh, let me know. So it really can help keep the client on the rails, keep you on the rails, and make sure that everyone's doing things that are aligned with the same outcomes. So I hope this helps and uh, use it in your business because it is a lifesaver. It'll help you close more deals as well because the, the goals and the challenges and the situation will be very particular to the client. And uh, you know, basically if they see themselves in your proposals, they'll win more deals. And then if you can actually accomplish those things, they'll be a lot happier in the end, which means better case studies, better testimonials, and a lot better outcomes overall. So that's all for now. I wish you adieu and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, and before I let you go, if you do want to become a Mindshare Pro member, uh, you can sign up. I've just added some new pricing tiers. You can head over to Mindshare.fm, hit the sign up under the Pro button. Uh, you'll see that there's monthly, quarterly, and annual options as well. So you can now sign up um, and save a little bit of money if you'd like to, to join on a monthly, quarterly, or annual basis. And uh, once again, there'll be a lot more training coming down the pikes on the five on the five uh, pillars of the Mindshare framework. So. Yeah, just take a look at that if you're interested. And if you've got any questions, you can always email me, kevin at kevin.me. Otherwise, I will see you on the inside. Okay, bye for now.